foot of the Mont d'Or. That's where he lives, in a mansion, a costly little 19th century country home, transformed by dad into a luxurious palace. This cocoon has everything, a Franco-Japanese garden, a covered pool, a kitchen like a nuclear power plant, and bathrooms with a stereo. Albanoni's adagio really accelerates the transit. The whole thing's protected by the best high-tech security that the world can offer. So Cédric lives in a privileged setting, and for good reason. Reginald Bergelet, his wealthy daddy, is the hard-headed director of Somorek, a giant company in the chemical industry. Nothing less than an empire, in fact. However, a dark spot mars the idyllic picture. Marie-Claude Bergelet. In other words, his mom, who suffers from a terrible, incurable illness, one of those diseases that scientists have given up fighting, vanquished by its complexity. Boredom. Madame lazes around, Madame drags herself around, and Madame is bored stiff. Her only pleasure consists in transforming the verb bored transitively, with her as subject and the world as object. In short, Marie-Claude Bergelet is a pain in the ass, and her family does its best to avoid her. So aside from this sour note, in a world in which everything has smiled at him since he was born, why would Cédric play at tickling death? Sensations of speed and sweating from the challenge of the steering wheel? No thanks. Life is beautiful. Let it last. He hasn't sipped a drop of liquor, his mind is clear, and he watches the highway attentively, ready to use his reflexes, which are intact and as solid as they were before his evening's activity. These precautions are necessary. The weather's turning bad. Tiny flakes of snow, no bigger than daisy petals, are falling heavily enough to blur his field of vision. A few more miles and he'll be home. He turns off after Anse, toward the Saône River, near Chasselet, where the convent of the Saint-Croix is nestled. That's where the sister lives, the one who's at his house from time to time and he says hello to. The nun comes to treat his mother's depression with useless injections. A funny character, that sister, capering around, prancing all the time. Her name is... Her name is... Decidedly, he has no memory for names. Figures, formulas, theories, theorems, yes. But names, not so much. He racks his synapses, digs, and decides to remember. Blondine! Phew, what a relief. It almost got away from him. Sister Blondine, a woman who's still young, sort of pretty, with big green eyes. Maybe she's even beautiful. Hard to decide, as her habit blocks any attempt at judgment. What a weird idea, to go into the church to devote your life to a cause. He couldn't do that. He has so many plans, so many things to learn, to understand, to undertake. His whole life wouldn't be enough for them. The weather is getting worse. The windshield wipers have begun to sweep away huge snowflakes as wide as honesty flowers. He moves ahead prudently and glances at his rearview mirror. Hell, now he's running like a hare to open the road to a car tailgating him. Okay, he has to put up with it. Luckily, it won't be very long now. Cédric's driving the nice straight road that runs along the riverbank, which leads right to his final destination. His fox will be able to pass him and stop blinding him with his headlights. Cédric leans over to put on another CD, even more bonga-boom than average. Hey! This shout is not an accompaniment to the track's intro. It comes out of his chest, full of terror, horror. When Cédric was messing with the stereo, 
The car following him rocketed out of the lane and pulled up parallel to Cédric's car. Now it is pushing against his coupé, knowingly, methodically, as if the two cars were glued together. You're crazy! Stop! Stop, for Christ's sake! Vain injunctions. His aggressor cannot hear him. Cédric can hardly make him out. He can only identify the car's make, a Mercedes. Cédric is being forced off the road, and as he tries to straighten out, he rubs his high-powered car against a wall. Sparks fly out with his shouts of rage. Asshole! You son of a bitch! He breaks, skids, and the coupé zigzags. The other guy has anticipated this maneuver. Everything is going too fast, and Cédric can't understand why this madman is attacking him so relentlessly. So he accelerates. The Mercedes catches up with him, follows him at an identical speed, and then smashes against his bumper. Nobody's driving in the opposite direction. There's no one to make this...